Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 44 of the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic and common sense pursuit of health and wellness. What's going on, my friends? What is going on? We done rolled into the last month of the first quarter just like that. March 1. Onward and upward. I don't know if you've been uh, keeping up with the news a little bit. I'm thinking maybe I'll... I'll, um, might start kind of speaking to a little bit of what's going on in the news, just in regard to health. Um, I think yesterday it was an article that came out, some new research. I mean, this stuff we already knew, but, you know, it helps to kind of shed new light. But it, what, what it was referencing was the surge in um, colon and rectal cancers among millennials and Generation X. And um, so I think millennials are considered like you're born within that 1980 to 2002 um, generation. And then Generation X, I want to say that's like the 60s to the 80s. Everyone is debatable. Everyone seems to give a different range, but roundabout, that's what's considered the generation after the baby boomers is considered, you know, Generation X. But at any rate, the article was talking about just a surge in um, colon and rectal cancers. And of course, they say, well, you know, we don't know. But it, it points to obesity as being a contributing factor, points to poor diets, and it points to lack of activity or inactivity, right? Okay. I mean, again, things we already know that contribute to a degradation of the body. But what really stood out to me this week was the story about um, Bob Harper. And I don't know if you know Bob or not, but Bob is a celebrity fitness trainer. And he's most um, popular for, or I should say, he's um, well known for being on the Biggest Loser show, where, you know, they have a group of people who they take out on this farm and, and take them through this ridiculous. Um, and unhealthy training and diet to have them losing an extreme amount of weight in a short period of time. So he's one of the trainers up there. He had a heart attack. And of course, you know, (laughs) people love stuff like this. And what I mean is that people love for to have an example of why being healthy or fit is not does not make you immune to to certain things 
right? So I, I saw some of the articles come out that, oh, this is an example how this can happen to any of us. Okay, I'll go with that for a second. But that really isn't the main takeaway here. And I ain't really speaking to Bob because I don't, I don't even know what Bob has going on. But I, what I do know is a little bit. And that's about the body and how it works. Right? What causes disease and what causes sickness? Those are some things that, I'm, that I feel pretty good about knowing. And we speak in general, we should understand that there's a big difference between being fit and being healthy. There is a big difference. I don't like speaking to this really because this is where your fat pride people come in. And they want you to believe that Oh, I had a a moment. <laughs> I thought <laughs> see this is live, you know, uncut. I thought I heard something in my house, so I had to I had to get quiet for a second. <laughs> anyway, so, but this is where people like, when you talk about weight and being healthy, this idea that, oh, well, you shouldn't talk about, you know, you can't say that fat is unhealthy because there are a lot of small people who are unhealthy. Yeah, we know that. What that got to do with you? So... Again, these opportunities like this is another chance for people to point out, see, I told you, I told you even all that working out ain't good for you. No, 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 no. That is not the moral of this story. The moral of this story is your insides, right? What's going on in your inside is much more important than what it is that we see on the outside. But truth be told, Truth be told, if in fact you got your insides on point, I find it very hard to believe that your outside ain't going to be on point. Even with very minimal exercise. Yeah. So, granted, we look at these people who are, I mean, I just look at some of the most fit people who we see examples of. You look on Instagram, you look on YouTube or wherever else, majority of these people are taking trash products from GNC. If you ever have the time, you don't even have to go to the store. You can just go on their website. Just look around. Look, look at the products that your favorite fitness person is promoting and look at the ingredients. And you mean to tell me you think that you can take this stuff several times a day, every day, for weeks, months, and years, and it's not going to impact your body? Are you crazy? No. You, <laughs> no way, Jack. So, we have people, first of all, we have them eating too much. Second of all, we got everybody on high-protein diets. Dude, we have learned nothing. And I'm really, I'm really curious or fascinated or intrigued to see how this plays out in maybe the next 10 years. What I mean, we're already seeing 
the beginning stages of this, but I'm, I'm, I'm giving it about 10 years where people have just flooded their systems with these high protein diets. A high protein diet is a highly acidic diet. Ain't nothing healthy about that. I don't care how strong you're getting. I don't care how cut or ripped you're getting. That is not good. It's not good for your system. It's not good for your joints. You want to know why you have joint pains? Like we have a buildup of uric acid from a highly acid. You hear that word acid again? Acid. There's only two sides of chemistry. Acid and alkaline. All right. You fall in. If you fall, ideally, you're going for balance. All right. You don't want to be too far on either end. But you certainly don't want to be on the acidic end. And when you look at people's bodies and how they're falling apart, I don't care how fit you are. I can look at you and tell where the condition of your body in general. You shouldn't just be, I don't know how many times I got to say this. How many times we can hone into this. You shouldn't just be falling apart. For the sake of argument, let's just say you are falling apart. Are you at least 80 years old? Maybe I'll listen. Maybe. Okay, all right, all right. Let's be, let's be a little bit more generous. Are you at least 65 years old? And I still don't think that's old, but no. Like, just come on, y'all. Come on. The common sense part. This, this, if you don't know Rook for nothing else, I'm, I'm, try, I'm an advocate for common sense. How can your body be breaking down at 30 years old? How? How is that possible? How did that become the point where your body starts to decline? I'm getting older, man. I'm telling you. What the hell? Knees aching. Well, you know, I'm saying no. Heart problems running my family. What does that mean? I know, I know that's what you've been told. I got that. But what does it mean running my family? Tell me the life that every person in your family lived that that suffered from that illness or that ailment. Let's talk about it. And then we can kind of determine from there what this so-called runs in my family. Because if your grandmother or your aunt and your uncle live the same type of lifestyle, okay? Little exercise, little exercise high stress, and, and, and nobody thinks they're stressed. So let's just take that out because everybody's in denial when it comes to stress. Like if they aren't literally kind of beating themselves up they think they got it under control so they're not even aware of the stress that they're putting on their body so let's eliminate that for a second okay eating you know how we eat i know what runs in our family when it comes to eating and how we eat you mean to tell me you have three protocol or you have three um um, um case studies right grandma is case study one uncle case study two um Auntie case study three. All three lived the same lifestyle, ate the same foods, drank the same sodas and teas and alcohol. 
you know something that I find interesting? We really don't, we really, when we start talking about getting healthy, don't nobody talk about alcohol. What do you think alcohol is? Do what, what do you think? That's a shot of wheatgrass? So if you got two categories. It's either helping you or it's hurting you. Is it helping you? Like people are drinking consistently for years. You're quick to look at someone who smokes and say, oh, that's going to be detrimental to their health. They've been smoking for years. Well, you've been drinking for years. You think that doesn't affect your body? You think it doesn't affect your kidneys and your liver? So it's so many elements to this when we talk about just looking at someone fitness wise versus are they really living a life of clean living, you know, healthy, sustainable health? That's a whole nother question. That's a whole nother question. And I just don't, I can't remember, maybe it was Dr. Oz who several years ago, I think he had some, um, I think he went for a colon, colon, what is it called? Prostate exam? And um, he had, I think he had some polyps that they found. And um, that to me spoke volume. (laughs) That's both volume because Doc, you're supposed to be, let you tell it, living a certain kind of lifestyle. So a polyp is nothing but a benign growth on the, on the inside of your colon. But it's an abnormal growth, which of course can lead and turn into cancer. So <laughs> look. You can debate me on this all you want. I give the same scenario every single time. Mold grows in a certain environment. Mold, that there has to be the right condition for it to grow. Cancer is the same way. If you have polyps, that lets me know your system is not balanced. There is waste You, there is a lymphatic backup in your system where you are not flushing waste and toxins properly. So the same thing goes for any other ailment. Don't tell me that it just runs in your family. No, no. I believe, I do believe, and I do not dispute that you can have genetic weaknesses, right? You can you can be predisposed to to certain things. I mean, come on, it's common sense now. If let's just say um, uh, your mother, I mean, th- this is your you were formed from nothing, based in, in your mother's womb. Okay, if she drank alcohol, you were pre- predisposed to that. Whatever she ate, whatever she smoked. So, yes, I, I do believe that, but there's a big old but. Big old, big old, big old, big old but. Uh, and that is, you have the ability to override that. You have the ability to override that. You may have to put more work into certain areas. If you are, you know, genetically predisposed to 
Well, like we said, alcohol. So, you know, you may, you may already have a weakened liver. So there may be more work that you have to do in that area, but no, it's not a one and done. So when you talk about a heart attack, that's a blockage. And then we got to ask, what causes a blockage? You got some clogged arteries going on, bro. What causes clogged arteries? Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee, and I don't want to speak to this, you know, Bob in particular, because again, I don't know about, you know, what he has going on. I'm just speaking in general, but clogged arteries is plaque buildup, bro. All of this stuff comes back to the same thing. I don't care what illness. This is what I spoke about last week. This is what holistic healing or alternative medicine differs. Because we don't really care about what the ailment is. It comes back to the same things. The body's out of balance. Right? There there is waste buildup. There is plaque buildup. There is mucus. There is an acidic body. Overly acidic, we should say. Because, again, it's balanced. It doesn't... I don't want you to get the idea that there is should be no acid. There, there's a balance there that's supposed to take place. That's the, the homeostasis part that we talk about. But all of these are indicators of what's going on in the inside. And, I mean, you can... You can kind of lie to yourself whatever way you want and say, oh, well, you know, it runs in my family. My mother had so-and-so, and that's fine. That's fine. People underestimate the power of their words and how they contribute to the illnesses in their life. And that if life and death is in the power of the tongue, what do you think? What do you think happens when you speak illnesses into your life? See, you can't have it both ways. This what gets on my nerves now, for real. It gets on my nerves because most of the people who I come in contact with is all on this religious BS. Now, it's either you're going to live it or you're not. So if you have the power to speak life and death over you, then you also have the power to speak illnesses. So why would you claim? Why, why would you claim a damn illness just because somebody else in your family had it? Why would you do that? Because you've been taught to do that. You've been programmed to do that. Yep. And you start looking for it. You start looking for it. Early on, there's a fear. And you don't realize the invisible You don't realize the signal that you start sending out. You don't realize the vibration that you start sending out. You start calling it to you. Oh, I got to start getting tested when I when I turn 25 because this runs in my family. You start calling it to you because more than likely I got a high chance of getting it. You just start calling it to you. Yeah, I'm going to go back because I'm starting to feel this pain. And that's the same kind of pain that my mama had. When she started, you know, with her illness, and you just call it to you, and you don't stop until you, you, it comes, it meets you head on. And then you want to blame the devil. 
the enemy. Life ain't fair. F cancer. Help us find a cure. Like you ain't played no doggone role in this process. And that that hurts. That makes people angry. Because you ain't going to tell me that I played no role in this. And you start thinking about all of the scenarios of people who you know who've experienced these things. And, and, and you can't wrap your mind around that. Like, no. No. Uh-uh. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The devil trying to hold me down. But no weapon formed against me. Like, that won't no weapon formed against you. That's a weapon you formed yourself. No weapon formed against you. Man, please. Anyway, fitness versus health is two different things. Two different things. The process is the process. As long as your body is giving you signals that there are things going on, you are still working through the process. Whether that's, and I always talk about pain because your body shouldn't be in pain. That's the number one indicator. It is, that's a flag, red flag. Your body shouldn't be in pain. You shouldn't just wake up in pain and having back pains and knee pains and joint pains and shoulder pains and headaches. Like, what's up with all these headaches? That is that is a signal to you. That's, that's throwing out an SOS help. All right? Acne. Back acne. Rashes. That's a signal. Your lymph system is backed up. It should it should not be releasing your eliminative limitative limit I always say that word wrong eliminative organs should not be so backed up to the point where your body has to release waste out through your skin when you're seeing when you're having breakouts and stuff like that. Nope. Don't argue with me about it. I'm telling you. And I ain't telling you, well, I'm telling you part. I was about to say I ain't telling you what I read, but I'm telling you part of what I read, but most of what I've experienced myself. And you think you healthy. In the peak of my body breaking down, I thought I was healthy. I was getting my little veggies. At the time, I was still on my little meat. I was doing, you know, what they call the good healthy meat, the lean meat, the turkey, the chicken, the fish. Like, this shouldn't be happening to me. <laughs> yeah. And body said, no, we got some other things going on in here. And so you can't dispute that. I get messages like people like, but I eat healthy. And they like devastated. Like they don't understand. Like, how can I be experiencing this? I've read, I have followed the people. There's a, I can't remember the name of the, um, the documentary. I think it's on YouTube. But it follows several people who had been diagnosed, whether it was cancer or AIDS, lupus. And it was one lady in particular who had gotten cancer and she was she was baffled. Like she was very active. She was doing marathons. I think she was biking. And, you know, she was like, I was eating healthy and what I thought was healthy. She said, I, I was doing my little lean meats and my little veggies. And so to get this, you know, she you looked at her and she looked in shape. But all the while, the insides were breaking down. So vanity ain't the number one goal. Yeah, we all want to look good. But 
what are you doing to your insides? And that's what I had to realize with even trying to get fit and wanting to build muscle and even gain weight. I was like, yeah, you know, at one point I was trying to gain about 15 pounds. And it's like, well, wait a minute. At what cost? At, at what cost do I compromise the health of my body for me to look a certain way on the outside? And if you got to stuff yourself with food all day long for you to maintain a certain look, that might be telling you something. That might be your body saying, hmm, this is this is not sustainable. This is not the ideal size weight for you. Now, and it could be other issues. Most of the time, there's some malabsorption issues. I, people don't realize that weight gain and weight loss, they kind of go hand in hand. People, because most people are, are malnutrition. They don't even realize it. They're eating all the time, but you're not even, your body is not even properly assimilating that what you're getting and you're not absorbing it. This is something else you got to keep in mind too when you talk about supplements, because supplements is, is the big thing. And I remember long, eh, gosh, it was probably back in 2010. And I, it was, um, I can't remember the lady's name, but she's, she kind of spoke to this and she was just saying how she stayed away from supplements. She looked to foods for her vitamins and nutrients. And I was like, eh, I don't know about that. I don't see any problem with it, X, Y, Z. But there's some truth to that. Now, one, if you're going to do supplements, you certainly want to look to those that are whole food, that come from whole foods or whole herbs. You should always ask, where does this come from? If you're, if you're, if you're taking in vitamin C, what's the source? If you're taking in calcium, what's the source? It came from somewhere. What benefit is it for you to take in all these substances and supplements uh, that are sourced from inorganic sources? So, I mean, I think people underestimate this is big business. This is big business. Like, run the numbers. The health industry is big. The supplement industry is big. So... We will sell you anything. We'll put rocks in it. Yes, rocks. Look at some of the fillers and look up what those fillers are. Should be looking at every single thing you put in your body. It's your body, right? Isn't it worth knowing what it is that you're putting in your body? But anyway, the point that I was making was what you can sometimes do inadvertently. You can take in all these supplements. Your body is not absorbing it. So what happens to that? That that buildup, when you're taking in unusable vitamins and nutrients and minerals, they have to go somewhere. Most of the time, your system is already backed up. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at gallstones and kidney stones... Yep. I mean, that's not the only thing that it comes from, but it can certainly contribute to that. So just seeing that, oh, my, I, I need more calcium and you take in more calcium, but you're not absorbing. See, 
that's the key to when a doctor tells you you have a low whatever, whether it's low vitamin B12 or low vitamin D and low vitamin C, and you know you're eating every day, okay? The first point of concentration should be, why am I not absorbing that which I'm getting? What is going on? And that's a little something tricky too when you look at these numbers. This is why the doctor's numbers, I don't want to say it's BS. Not 100%, but you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt to some degree. Because the moment that especially for healthy people. I think we kind of misunderstand that most doctors don't see healthy people. So it's a little bizarre for you as a healthy person to go and see a doctor and then they and they're basing their numbers off unhealthy people. Think about this for one second. Majority of the people who go to the doctor, I, I can give you so many personal examples around me. <laughs> These people are in freaking denial. They know their ass ain't healthy. Majority of them are overweight. They are taking pills. But guess what? When they go to the doctors, their numbers are fine. So what you want me to do is, you want me to align my numbers with the numbers of people who I know are unhealthy. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. And these same people can go to the doctor for year after year, back to back, and all of a sudden have a heart attack. All of a sudden have a stroke. All of a sudden. So what was the point of all of these checkups that you went and had? You was feeling good. God, yeah, my numbers are good. Yeah. Who came up with these numbers? These numbers based on what? Now, I'm good. I'm good with that. And, and, you know, again, there is a time and place for all things. And, you know, I'm not saying to totally dismiss all of these tools and resources that are available. But there is some wisdom and common sense that has to play into all of this. Which is why I don't understand why people, especially those who are trying to live a more holistic and healthy life why you even entertain <laughs> i was gonna call them commercial doctors that's really what they are <laughs> conventional doctors i don't even know why you go there and i'm gonna tell you as parents you better be very careful very 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 careful taking your children to these conventional doctors because if they find an ailment with them right that your child has and you reject the treatment that is offered, there can be penalties. There are people, you maybe you have or haven't seen it, even with um, parents who had children with cancer and they wanted to go a holistic approach. There have been incidents where CPS, Child Protective Services, has intervened and there has been, they have had to battle this out and had children removed from their parents' custody to undergo the doctor's recommended treatment. So you may be very careful going to these little raggedy conventional doctors. But that's on you. Free will. Just saying. 
Just keep that in mind. Fitness and health and being healthy are two different things. There should be only one goal in this process. There should be only one goal. And that's a continuous pursuit of healthy living. When you start this process... You got to really cleanse. You got to, it really is a process. Uh, again, we got to go all the way back to the womb. You, you don't know what it is that you needed to detox from as soon as you came out the womb. And now you just add all the years from then, all those years. You never cleanse. You never did. You just been taking in, taking in, taking in. Think about everything that you've eaten, all the air that you you you've breathed in the the lotions that you put on your body the deodorants like think about all the the funky god knows i hate um laundry detergent when i smell it on people i, I hate even going out I, I told my husband i gotta find me a, a something to put on my face when i go out because the smells are so irritating between perfume and funk i can smell that stinking gain and tide anywhere oh man it makes my head hurt but anyway just think about how that compounds. The reason you think your body starts breaking down at this whatever range you decide. Some people think they break down after 25. Some people think after 35. But whatever your range is, it's not based on your age. It's based on the accumulation of years. Right? That, that's what you're seeing. You're seeing your body respond to that. I'm amazed by the body myself. When I look back, man, I don't even know how I'm still alive. I really don't. When you really look at it, of all that you've done to your body, and it, it has been constantly working its hardest to clean and to filter. You know, I talk about detoxing because that's important. But understand, your body does that naturally anyway. It's always working to clean yourself out. The beautiful part is when it's functioning at its prime, when your organs are doing the job that it's meant to do, even when you come in contact with toxins, when you come in contact with chemicals, when you come in contact with certain bacteria, your body knows what to do with it and it keeps on kicking. It's the problem when it's not doing its job. When the organs are too weak, they're too weighed down. That's when the problems come in. So, yes, we want to shoot for fitness. I love fitness. I absolutely love it. First of all, I just love feeling good. Like, I just, like, I love being able to just move my body. I love, I don't want to be seated and, and sitting down and, you know, if I need to go and walk around at the park, I want to do it without, oh, Lord, let me sit. Girl, hold on. Let me sit down. Woo, how much more longer we got to walk? All right, well, darn, we ain't been walking for 20 minutes. Woo, so hot out here. Lord, it's so hot. Woo. Like, God, darn, you can't even enjoy the outside. Like, <laughs> like I want to enjoy life. And part of that is, you know, if I want to drop down, you know, and get low with it, I want to get low with it without my knees popping <laughs> or my back popping. Like that, that's this health thing. Not like shift your focus from 
thinking that you were on a decline up until, you know, college. And maybe you didn't go to college. So we'll say up until 25. And then now thinking you're coming down. You're not coming down. You got to change your perspective in this. Just, just shift it. That's not what this is. You should be able to, you know, the joke is, I see some of the pictures floating around like throwback Thursday or whatever. Can you still do this? Yeah, you should still be able to do that split. Your body don't just lock up for no reason. You don't just not, you're just infle- not flexible anymore just because. It's a reason for that. But all of it can be changed. That's the beautiful part. I got examples. Matter of fact, start next week. I'm, I think it's starting next week. I got some, I'm going to have some guests coming on because things are important to hear. They don't, don't just listen to me. I got receipts and people are doing it. Everything that you say can't be done. Everything that they say can't be done. People are doing it every day. They're healing themselves every day. They are reversing it. Do you not understand the power of the body, man? You can reverse illnesses. You can repair even your bones. Like people who had disc, slip disc and issues with their back by cleaning their body. The body is so magnificent. It is able to rebuild. I'm telling you, you miss out on this if you want to. You miss out on this good living. It will be your choice. You live in sickness and in illness and in pain. It, it's going to be your own choosing. Because there are there's another option. I'm telling you, come on over to the other side. Come on over to the other side, baby. It's woo. Woo. Feel good over here. Feels good over here. And the more you clean up your body, man, your mind seems to open up in another way. You just begin to appreciate life in a different way. You ain't anal all the time. Like people backed up in every way. Just angry. Like, good God. You 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 angry at 8 a.m. already? Dang. What went on in your dreams last night? (laughs) Life is good. Life is good. And so, ain't no point to me in shooting for no long life if you're going to be living it suffering. What good is that? It was, I went to the grocery store yesterday. I think it was yesterday. And um, the guy was asking me about my day. He was like, oh, so you good for the day? I said, no, well, you know, I'm good with what I've done for the day, I said, but now I turn into my daughter's Uber. So, you know, I got to, you know, get her straight and take her to tutoring and to practice and everything else. And, um, I said, but you know, it's all good. It'll, it'll, um, I look at it like I'll get, it'll, it'll pay me back. There'll be a return on it. And what I was referencing was just in her being successful, but he was like, yeah, cause it will be a return when she got to take care of you. I'm like, no, nigga, that ain't what I'm saying. Like, I don't know where y'all got this from. You having kids so they can take care of you. No, I'm good, bro. I ain't aspiring for nobody that had to take care of me. Nobody. Not my spouse, not my mama, not my friends, and not my kids. No. No, that is not the goal. And the sad part about it is many of us are going to be stuck taking care of our parents. Because, unfortunately, they're on the decline. They're hard-headed. And they're not going to do anything differently. So we will be left with that burden. And burden is what it is. You can try to make it all lovey-dovey. Well, if you care for somebody, you should be there for them. Well, if you care for somebody, you should make yourself their burden. Yep. Just like that. 
So when you talk about shifting, when you talk about breaking generational curses, when you talk about creating a new legacy, create a new legacy. Do that by doing what our parents and our grandparents didn't do, whether it's out of ignorance or not knowing or just plain old stupidity. Whatever the reason doesn't matter, but it'll be on us going forward. Like that sad story about why it is that you do what you do. Don't nobody care. It's good. I'm glad that you've acknowledged why. All right. Now what you going to do? You going to do something different or you going to go down the same stupid path? You got to you. You have to be the one. I have a um up on my um my um in my office is a one of my uh, vision boards and in the middle it says I always wonder why somebody didn't do something about that. Then I realized I am something. You are the person Remember, you, you are your greatest you. assignment. So until next time. That's all. That's all I got. I mean, the fitness piece, I just petition with everything to be more concerned about your insides than you are your house. Not that you're not concerned about your outside, but be more concerned. Priority is on your insides. When people are telling you all sorts of things to take and put in your body, ask questions. What is this? Is this good for me? And when you start taking stuff for certain elements or for certain things, you need to get down to the core. Why? Why is this an issue anyway? If I'm having trouble losing weight, the the resolution isn't just to give me a weight pill. It's to find out what is going on. Are my hormones off? Are my, you know, is my thyroid weak? You know, you have to get to the why. What is, what is the cause of this? The same thing for anything else, whether it's gaining weight, whether it's, you know, um, you know, I don't know, urinary problems, female problems, impotence problems. The, the solution is not to get a pill for that problem. I don't even care if it comes to a natural option. Even on this good, I want you to do that. Certainly. But you should still always get to the core of why this is an issue. Don't just go and get your, your gallstones taken out. Find out why. What caused those gallstones to form? What is causing this high blood pressure? Not just give me a pill and lower it. What is causing it? That's all I got, y'all. That's all I got. I'm ready. March 1, I'm feeling good. Like I knew I would. Okay? Until next time, y'all. Peace.